Coming to you from our opulent and luxurious 4x8 refurbished broom closet at the National Headquarters in Indianapolis. With duct tape, studio lights, and a mic that you barely can hear, we hope to entertain and educate you. This is the Tango Alpha Lima Podcast. They call me crazy because I'm facing all my giants. They try to scare me into thinking I can't fight it. They tell me I should never even think of trying. But that's just me. I'm going to live out in defiance. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Tango Alpha Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Seavey, the senior legal counsel of the American Legion. And I'm joined, as always, by Jeff Daly. Nice matchbox car there, buddy. Thanks. Uh, uh, we, it is. We'll, we, we will, Jeff is clearly decked out, and we will hear, I guess, more about that in a minute. And Ashley, who's also sporting the shirt, I guess you guys got way more time than I did at convention to go shopping. I am I'm very jealous. It seems like everyone in the building has one of those shirts except for myself. So, Isn't it like a walk across the hall for you? No, it's at a totally different building. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I got I, I have a hard enough time getting all the other stuff I need from them. So not that they're bad. It's just I they changed my title here twice, and so now I need to get a new name tag and business cards and all this. But anyway, that's neither You're here. You're in like there. full upgrade mode. Just like no, I'm I'm in half logo. upgrade mode. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, we have the Tango Alpha Lima shirts. I just haven't worn it yet. So I'm kind of excited about that. I, I know, I know. I, Super Producer Holly has given me a look, but honestly, I wear dress shirts every day. So I haven't really had- Can, we make, a, can we make a pact for the 100th episode? What are we on now? Is this 92? Seven. Is it eight more? Wow. <gasps> That's I was, so exciting. I was off by a full 20. What are we going to do for the 100th episode? I mean, that could be- Well, we can- we, we're working on some things, but if we all wore the shirts, that wait a minute, well, our hundredth episode would be right around Veterans Day, wouldn't it? Uh, close, not exactly. We I don't know just, what we could. I don't know what super producer is miming. But I, I don't. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of numbers. And it, whatever eight, she's doing, let's do one. Oh, I think is, she's calling for a bunt in a squeeze play. Eighty. What? 80. What's eighty? We're only at eighty. What's eighty? The number, oh uh, yeah, we're, yeah, I don't know, we're, yeah, we're only at 80. Oh, episode 80 will equal 100 because the 911s had their own numbering system is what she's saying. And wow. those were 20. Wow. You guys are really like good. so joined at the brain. That's amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. That at first I thought she told me to bunt, but. Uh, I, I, I couldn't figure out what, she, yeah, I, she lost me completely. By the way, Ashley, how are you doing today? I'm doing quite well. Jeffrey, you are very racy today. I'm always racy. You are very uh, racy. I am an, I'm like a race. I mean, look, check that out. What? Tell us about your weekend, buddy. Oh, I was at the races. It was super fun. That Now that our car d- didn't win, but uh, our team won the, the, the championship of the whole season. So wow. it was awesome. Yeah. There you go. And you have to see it. I get to see it. I got to hang out on the winner's circle in one of the photos. It's awesome. Wow. Look at that. Wow. All right, Jeff. Well, we're going to start. You can say you're a winner. We're... Ish. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> He's winner adjacent anyway. All right, Literally Jeff. Adjacent. We're, we're right. going to start with you on a story that I know you and I have both been super excited for. I mean, I've been waiting for this one because, as always, one of our specialties is the United States space force 
and they never cease they never cease to stop providing gems so this story comes from phys.org uh, it's the u.s space force unveiled its new dress uniform design tuesday aiming to make a future forward mark for the pentagon's newest uniform service the prototype for the uniform for the Space Force Guardians, as they have officially been designated, is a short navy blue jacket with a large flap over the right breast, secured by a diagonal line of six silver buttons. It is a standing collar and the service badge with a delta-shaped rocket pushing into a star is worn below the left breast. The jacket is matched with gray trousers or skirts. Modern, distinctive, professional. The Space Force called it in a tweet. I thought it now was the, laughable. Laughable would have been the <laughs> phrase that I used. Now the story, the story I originally saw was about people was about people's reactions on Twitter and saying trying to decide if it was more Star Trek or Battlestar Galactica. I think it looks like Battlestar Galactica, like uh, yeah. Adama's Adama yeah. wearing it in Battlestar Galactica. They just changed the color of the buttons. The strangest thing to me was the fact that they were like staring off into the distance, like third star from the right and straight on till dawn or some sort of nonsense. But, and I told Jeff this earlier, it, it, it reminded me of an episode of Friends where uh, Joey was talking about smell the fart acting because they're just like looking off into the distance. It's the weirdest photo. If folks, if, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, I, cannot urge you strongly enough to go out and look at the picture of this modern distinctive professional uniform because it's unfat it to me it looked like galaxy quest that's all i kept thinking was this is a tim allen movie it has to be because there's it, 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 ah, crazy all right ashley what do you got on this one i will say i was equally as amused but I did really like the diagonal button thing. I don't know why it just, for me as a woman made more sense just because I know how the jackets have been constructed for women. Like anytime you tried to do like your name tape and your ribbon rack, like for men, you had the pockets. Like, so right. like, it's, it's interesting for like the diagonal and like, I would want to know like how they're doing like the measurements. I don't know. It was interesting for me. I didn't know theirs were different. I have, a, I, have a, I have a question for the, the lady in the square. Uh, so the buttons being diagonal will have zero effect on the ribbon yes, rack. So you, you're still not winning. I, I'm okay. So let me, let me digress. As a matter of fact, the buttons are going to go with the terrain <laughs> instead of straight down. Go with the terrain. That is, that <laughs> is you know some what? That might incredible be... phraseology. Can we right get the there. direct quoted? I yeah. don't want it on everything. <laughs> you know what? You raise a really good point. I think I'm just aesthetically pleased with the uniform. And it's also like the first uniform that's been made with women in mind. So like maternity and some other other offshoot kind of stuff as well. But that's a good, it's a good point. Uh, I think it might present some challenges depending on the woman, but I don't know why. I, I, I like the aesthetic appeal to it. I am manifestly anti-diagonal. I, I don't, <laughs> it bugs me on a lot. Like, like, I just feel like if they're drunk and tipping over, it'll be straight up. That's the only thing I can, like, it just bugs me on such a level. And the, 
the picture is just so they're staring up into space cb no i get it but most space force people will not be in space like i don't know that i need to keep reiterating this point but you're you don't need to have diagonal buttons and stare off into space when you're sitting at a computer running a satellite. It's just weird <laughs> to me. I don't understand it. But hey, well, we can. They're they're doing some okay. bold things. They're doing they some are, bold things, Kyle. Bold, innovative. Bold yes. Bold. Now we can see how they look on women because if you watch Battlestar Galactica, we'd see Katie Sackoff wearing their dress uniform. Who and I just brought her up because I was just going to say that I met her once bowling. Yeah. It was awesome. You. Yeah. Bowling. Yep. Honest, wow. honest, true story. I was at a bowling, a bowling alley in the Valley of all places in Studio City. And we were walking in and I go like, that's Katie Sackhoff. But I'm not like, I don't do the whole. Right. So what I, what I did was when we walked by and I go, excuse me, didn't you just travel across galaxies to find Earth? And oh, now you're bowling? <laughs> now you're bowling? <laughs> she actually thought it was Classic. funny. Her boyfriend did not, and I'm looking. I'm like, please, I'm not trying to hit on your lady here, sir. But uh, it was it was a good time. So yeah, but, but you can watch the show and see how the diagonal buttons look. And uh, it wasn't designed with. I don't think it was designed with women in mind. They say that they just ripped it off. Is how they designed it. They ripped it off from Battlestar Galactica. Stole it. I got to be honest, I have not watched Battlestar Galactica. The only reason I have oh. any idea what you're talking about is that I have seen her in that uniform on Big Bang Theory. And that's Are you tell are you telling me? Yeah, I know. It's With my two nerds, with my two nerds here, I'm the one bringing up Battlestar Galactica. I think it Very fell impressive. in one of I think it fell in one of my my dark areas where I was in the military and just didn't catch it. I, I don't know specifically. I know everyone raves about it and I've never actually got, all right, fine. I will watch. Look, at the, Mark, I, at the rate of which you've tried to catch up with the recommendations made by myself right. and my husband, I right. just right. don't mm-hmm. see you getting to it. Um, but I feel, I felt point, your husband keeps getting me on the Loki and I made it two episodes in and I feel like he's going to grill me. So I have to really pay attention. And then I haven't had a spare minute literally since boy state. Like I would love nothing better. Like, I, if if I get the the C virus, I will sit at home and watch Loki. I, that is my promise to you and to Robert. Oh, the right, letter did you just C. Say if you get the coronavirus, the, the yeah. Rona, I, just I thought you were talking was, about being seasick. I keep getting texts. I keep getting texts from my my uh, alumni group. There was one of my fellow people at the Citadel that has Corona, and he's apparently sitting at home, and I'm just like. Wow, that sounds delightful. Now I realize it's not delightful. It's not a good thing at all. But I keep thinking, wow, I could get so much TV in, but that's not going to happen. No, nope, your kids Plus, would never allow it. Your kids would oh, never allow it. Please, I can't even. Mm. Yeah. So, are you, speaking of your kids, would you get them this uniform for Halloween? Hmm. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they'll be going as Ariel, the Hulk, and Captain America. But I, you know, like. Yeah, that's I mean, a win I, for you. That's a win for you because they're not Batman. Big, big but, time. Uh, yeah. Well, but that's because <laughs> he goes to school every other day as Batman. Uh, he threw a fit because I put regular socks on him and not his Batman socks. And I mean, it was full on meltdown. It was craziness. Yeah. So he, I would I would do that now. But I do think the uh, the Guardians. I love that name, and I I think the National Guard still should be upset that they're not the Guardians. 
I mean, just Ashley, for real, for should real. we put for the uh, copyright infringement case? Well, you're going to have some heavy competition because, you know, the former Cleveland Indians are now the Guardians as well. And there's also another team out there. Yeah, but like it's like a lady. Yeah, but that's something. not that's a different industry. Well, yeah, well see, the problem lot, with the, the problem with the, the Cleveland Guardians is the fact they didn't bother to see if the URL was available or the name or anything else. So now the Cleveland Guardians baseball team will be paying the Cleveland Guardians women's skating or something. I don't even remember what it was, but it was something fairly obscure. They'll be paying them buku bucks and good, good on them. Let it be, <laughs> let it be a word of advice to you. Do a quick Google search before you name something. Just a, yes. just a wild proposition there. All right, let's oh. take a quick commercial break. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Diddly, The American Legion is veteran strength in America. We're in your community supporting veterans, service members, and their families enriching the lives of young people and promoting citizenship and patriotism. Our members are passionate about these core values. Help strengthen America by joining the American Legion today. For more information, go to legion.org slash join. All right, and we are back. And for the uh, 87th straight episode, we'll be talking about Afghanistan, hopefully exactly. for the last time. Um we're going to start with Military Times. While they wouldn't specifically detail what they told President Joe Biden earlier this year, two of the military's highest ranking generals told lawmakers on Tuesday that they did not support withdrawing from Afghanistan this year. For the first time, Army General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, admitted that in his personal opinion, a force of 2,500 should have been allowed to stay in Afghanistan. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to go into it. That's great he's saying that now uh not particularly helpful especially given a follow-up article that i saw in the new york times uh and this one al-qaeda or isis could rebuild in afghanistan top u.s military commander in the middle east expressed reservations about whether the united states could deny al-qaeda and the islamic state the ability to use afghanistan as a launching pad add all that in with the fact that we conducted an airstrike on what is now appearing to be a innocent guy who worked for a nonprofit and our uh, leaving Afghanistan is looking less and less bright. But Jeff, I know you had seen some of these stories. What, what was your take on all this? Well, I'd, I'd seen a bunch of stories and, you know, the issues in this span, two administrations, two political parties uh, that we all, we all, claim some gang affiliation with one, one can do no wrong and one can do no right. And uh, it, it seems that there's a problem in general with no pun intended. There's a problem <laughs> with civilian politicians making decisions that will further their political aspirations. Because I remember when we talked about this before, one of the questions I said was, where were the generals? Where were, the, where were the flag officers in this? Because I can't imagine that they would think it through and plan it the way that it went down. And now we're, we're finding out that they didn't, they, this is, they didn't plan it the way that it went down. And I, and I read another article, which is a little concerning, was that the, the, the president said that he never received that advice. And then these generals make this interview. So... I'm, I'm assuming they're close to retirement if they're, if they're going out on a limb like that. But it's, 
it is it's a it's a problem of of domestic voting partisan politics dictating our military and foreign policy i i don't know how to fix it anymore i i think i think we're just so divided partisan wise that i don't know if we can fix it but it's a problem yeah my my bigger problem it's not even right or left or democrat or republican it's like i just want straight answers like now I think we've all come to the conclusion it was a complete disaster, but now everyone's trying to pick up the pieces and we can't even get the same factual basis on what everybody's thinking about. Ashley, what did you think? Um, so I, I too think that the partisanship that has just embedded itself in this issue, right? Cause like there's a stark contrast of how like chain of command works so, you know, everyone is, you know, placing blame or pointing fingers around the federal government in these different junctures, trying to place, place the blame on like who gave the advice, who made the decisions, who came up with which plans, when, where, who knew what. And it's just like, you know, we spend a lot of time and a lot of strategic, you know, planning means like, as you stated, with flag officers, generals, all these top level folks, we get this intel we make this plan and then we're like, Hey, we're just gonna, we're just gonna half-ass this real quick. Cause it's time. We're going to pull the, we're going to pull the trigger. And it's like, yeah. And then everyone's oh like, it wasn't my, my idea. Like, whose idea sorry. was it? No, sorry. Not me. Didn't do it. I won't take yeah. responsibility. And it's like, how can we get to a place where like we take responsibility for the action and now like we're, we're going to clean it up for a while. Like we've put an entire cohort of veterans in distress <laughs> asking themselves what was the point and now there's repercussions for all of this right so we've had to like go in and mass evacuate people who now don't want to be under taliban control for obvious reasons or are fleeing to you know countries or asylum areas where they will be welcomed i mean these are families these are human beings who are being impacted by either the you know, slow, slow choices that we make or the super rapid fire ones that we make pun intended. For us. I, I will, I will say, I, I got to give a little bit of credit to one guy, uh, the central command general Kenneth McKenzie said he was the one that takes full responsibility for the drone strike that killed Afghan civilians. Uh, that in no way, shape or form is praising that decision, but I do got to say, Hey, at least at the, he stood up and said, it's on me. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take a little bit of responsibility. <laughs> I mean, over nothing. Uh, that's, I that's, that's leadership above rank. Yeah. So, you know, so it, at least he put, he put some skin in the game. So I'll give him that. So, yeah, I mean, it's it, hope. Let's hope. I, I don't want to talk about Afghanistan ever again. Let's hope it doesn't come to that. So, but you know, right. we will, of course <laughs> we will. I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, it's gonna happen all right uh ashley topic number three what do you got for us all right so a lighter affair if we shall um bit of enjoyable one do either of you ride motorcycles or have ever been on a motorcycle oh yeah but i don't now because wife uh, wife uh, put the kibosh on that uh, she put the kibosh she said yeah yeah i mean there there were there were very good reasons she put the kibosh (laughs) on it three of them as a matter of fact but yeah no yep smart woman keep her around keep her there so uh we're recently rob and i have started 
riding a motorcycle off specifically i think it's the 2020 harley davidson street like something 750 so i've been learning how to ride myself and uh, one of our writers and also a gentleman who edits our podcast did a really great article in our october edition of the american legion magazine uh so jerick will jerick excuse me wilhelmson Wilhelmson. I had to take it. I had to take a strategic. It's Jarek. It's always just Jarek. Like, I don't know Jarek, that. Though. I don't even know that. I mean, I kind of knew his last name, but it's just Jarek. Wilhelmson. I hope you. Li- I hope you're listening, Jarek. <laughs> well, yeah, he'll be. He's he'll be editing. He'll always, he will be editing. We adore him. That's you. interesting. I've, I've heard you. of him. I've heard of him. Do you know what post he's in? Uh oh, I'm pretty sure it's Palisades? Hollywood American Legion Post Forty Three. <laughs> yeah all right there it is it give you gives you the props to, to your home post all right well i digress i digress I, i'm setting the scene i'm setting the scene so desert motorcycle adventure so jerk did a great piece about some of the more holistic wellness and retreat based programs um but it, again not the singularly most retreat program that's out there but this one is called the oh just lost my place there so it's the Motorcycle Relief Project. So it was founded by Tom Larson. Uh, so he, I, I guess the guy started off as an advertising copywriter. He ended up finding or founding some, you know, Healing Waters International, which is like a nonprofit, a different country. And then I guess at a dentist office, he just had picked up an off-road magazine and got inspired to start a writing group. Uh, and it's specifically for... Uh, you know, veterans for first responders and also women, which is really cool. So essentially they're, from what I understand, they're out on West coast uh, between Colorado, Arizona. They have a small group of veterans that share a cabin style retreat in either of those two states, two states uh, or more, right. For a week, they do a riding adventure. uh, So they'll be on the bikes by day and then they're doing recovery work at night. So they have series of uh, health and wellness uh, workshops uh, to promote camaraderie, healing, uh, and to really just kind of take away some of the everyday burdens. Um, But, you know, as it says, participants kind of start as strangers, they come together, really resembles, I think, the American Legion um, camaraderie in addition to what we feel in service. So readjustments for, you know, civilian life, they take many forms. And um, Jarek had a really great quote by um, it's Mike Bobbit. Bobbit. <laughs> wow, this is where I'm at. Whoops. Whoops. <laughs> so Bobbit. So Mike Bobbit is a retired Air Force uh, master or chief uh, master sergeant. He's a member of the American Legion Post uh, uh, 2008 or two, 2008. American no, it's, post, yeah, post 2008 in 2008. Falcon, like, Colorado. is that, is that an appropriate? Okay. I wasn't sure. I digress. I digress y'all. So anyway, it's in Falcon, Colorado and he himself like elects into wind therapy. And I, of course, myself have been electing to wind therapy. I know Jarek is a wind therapy man and obviously you, Mark used to be a wind therapy man. Uh, but what do you guys think of this really cool story? I love, I, see, I will, I have said, repeatedly the best way to do therapy without doing therapy is just get a bunch of veterans out in the sticks somewhere and then keep them there overnight and put them around a fire and invariably you'll have therapy i'm a big fan Uh, you know it's it's like it's not unlike when i did uh like rafting trips down the colorado through the grand canyon or any any of these other like 
I think the form of some of these changes, whether it's riding horses or riding motorcycles or walking through the woods or whatever else, but I'm in favor of all of them. So that's about my only thought. Jeff? I have participated in no wind therapy, so this is all academic to me. Uh, I, I'm getting a picture in my brain of, and I know the riders that I know, in their leather cuts on their big old loud motorcycles going off into the desert and then doing yoga. I just want to see that with the big, in the cut. Like I want to see the, these leather bound tough guys doing yoga in the desert. But uh, this, is a, like, this is a long kind of a theme. I, uh, Super producer Ali is letting us know that there's already a story about four wheelers uh, out there, right? And yeah. there's another story coming up kind of in the same vein. And then I know out here we have uh, the horse, the equine therapy with Warriors Road is one that is in Southern California. Is that Andre? By, yep, post 283, Andre Andrews. He'll love that we said his name here, by the way. So he is uh, omnipresent on Facebook lately. Every time I turn on Facebook, I get Andre pictures. Every single yeah. time. What did, it's on point. Is it, did, yeah, did you see I did, an, I did an homage to him? On, uh, with my coverage because he always does the one where he's holding the phone he doesn't say anything he just looks at you like he's in your soul and then just hands the background behind him and I, I, I did one for Andre today he's gonna like love that we spent uh, 30 to 45 seconds talking about him today he's out of post 283 the Ronald Reagan Palisades post what's that I say he's a great guy he's doing a lot of great stuff all right so he's a, so for so for me these are these are new ways I like ways of dealing with situations that are uh, where you're customizing, you're customizing the therapy, Flax used the word therapy, you're customizing the response to somebody else's situation in a way that would be most helpful to them. So it's just good to see that these things are getting out there and that we're talking about them. Great. All right, let's uh, go into our second commercial break and we'll come back with rapid fire. So you were discharged with a 20% disability rating, but now you can't hear so well and need help. Contact an American Legion service officer. Service officers are free of charge and they help all veterans. Find one near you with our online tool at legion.org forward slash service officers. All right, uh, let's start with this one and let's keep this one short because I know everybody's got an opinion on this one, but Marine Lieutenant Colonel who demanded accountability is now in the brig, but not charged yet. Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, who recently garnered considerable attention for social media posts and videos demanding accountability, is now in military jail. The, military, the Marine Corps announced basically facing an Article 32 preliminary hearing uh jeff i'll start with you what did you think about this one i, I mean i i think he's must have really made someone upset because i you don't often hear about officers being preemptively brigged is that a word did i make it up I, I it, can it be a, it works can, can we make it a verb yeah i just i don't see uh lieutenant colonels often getting brigged <laughs> so it's this is a this is a big deal and the fact that they did it that way doesn't sound like it's good news for him yeah ashley 
Yeah, to my understanding, uh, I think that he is now saying that he's resigning, like his commission. I'm being already like, resigned. They didn't let oh, him. Okay, so, yeah. Wait, back up. Wait. Yeah, that he I'm submitted a resignation, and the, the Marine Corps is like, "Yeah, not so fast there, home skillet. We're gonna uh, court martial okay. you instead." Yeah, like, look, I think we have gone on record saying there needs to be accountability for Afghanistan. But when you're a lieutenant colonel, you cannot go on Facebook and say this guy's guilty and this guy's guilty and this guy. You don't have he freedom was in of uniform speech, too, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so make sure I've seen some some crazy <laughs> some crazy stuff. So yeah, I I, just generally speaking, I think if you're in uniform, maybe don't maybe step away from the Facebook. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> not not the best way to handle again totally empathetic to his position but you also mm-hmm. you just you can't tact you, you cannot all right rapid fire number two this one's a big personal favorite of mine i went through a phase where i read everything i could about this man but remains of medal of honor recipient father emil capone returned to kansas after 70 years uh father capone's story is just absolutely amazing he was in korea uh fighting for his life he was helping others who were wounded and uh, as the U.S. troops basically retreated in the face of the onslaught, he stayed behind to minister to the wounded. He was taken captive. He was put in a POW camp. And from there, he kept sneaking away at night and stealing food to bring it back to injured guys. When the uh, when the, their captives were talking about killing the guys, he would stand in front of them. Just a, a remarkable individual. He died in the North Korean prisoner of war camp. Uh, and, and again, he was given the Medal of Honor. But we finally have him home. Uh, I, I, he arrived on last Saturday at Wichita's Dwight D. Eisenhower National Airport, which I think is very appropriate. But Jeff, did you get a chance to read the story of Father Capone? I did not. I did not read the story, but I, I do, uh, even just from our conversation about it, it's it's interesting that he's, he's a Medal of Honor recipient. He's up for sainthood yes. even. Um, and it, it makes me think about the fact that we do the POW MIA at every gathering of the American Legion. And when we do that, it's, it's I, he's now a person that I'm going to think of. He was uh, in our repatriation of the remains of, of those of those individuals and this is one of those wins because it was able to happen yeah ashley gives me it gives me a new perspective on that whole ceremony very very well said indeed i think he'll be if if the you know if he gets the blessing pun intended to become a saint i think he will be the first medal of honor recipient and a dubbed saint i don't know which is cooler but it's I've actually cool. I've read through his packet too, his sainthood package. I I don't know how it got sent to me. I got sent a a copy of the video and the application, I guess. And it was it's remarkable. If you anybody out there listening, if you get a chance, look up Father Emil Capone, K-A-P-A-U-N. All right, number three, broken down mobility scooter propels Navy veteran to TikTok fame. Test limits of generosity. I don't know if you guys saw the story. I loved it. There was uh, about two weeks ago, a Navy veteran, Kenny Jerry, 79 years old, spent a day mourning the demise of his aged mobility scooter. It had been his only means of getting out and about from his Minnesota home near St. Paul due to his chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Uh, he, uh, young lady, Amanda Klein, met him and started 
doing TikTok videos of Jerry every day. And when his mobility scooter broke down, they decided to do a GoFundMe. They needed like, I, I can't remember what it was like $5,000 or something. I don't know. As of this morning, they raised $110,000 for mobility scooters. So Kenny Jerry is uh, patriotic. Kenny is getting uh, he's getting a brand new scooter and there's like 20 others they're going to buy for other veterans. I just love the story because patriotic Kenny is awesome. If you ever get a chance to watch him more. So it's just the power of people to, to donate to such a thing. And now 20 other people are going to gain from the largesse, if you will. So I think it's spectacular, but Jeff, did you get a chance to watch any of, uh, of, uh, TikTok, no, Kenny, but I don't have TikTok uh, installed because I've always felt I've always said I don't have TikTok installed because I'm not a 12 year old middle schooler. <laughs> but uh, I I can I can kind of picture because you get them on Instagram. People curate for me on Instagram, and they have that that oh no song. I can just see him puts it around, and then it runs out of battery, and it goes, oh no 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 no. <laughs> And and which is just tug at the heartstrings of people and get all that all that money, which is great. I love that people are doing this, and uh, yep, love it. Ashley, <laughs> it's so epic. It's great. <laughs> it's so great, and all the re- all the responses to all of the just the fanfare and love that came in uh just he alternates like there's there's some other thing too where he alternates between like giddy laughter and just tears because he just cannot believe like how many people have donated and like who have just taken joy out of just the hilarity of the situation but um i believe uh i'm trying to think um what was his I think is he World War II or was no he's a Vietnam veteran right no uh, I think he was Korea you talking about Kenny Korea oh yeah Korea I'm sorry I'm Cor- sorry I'm trying I think to he's think he's Korean veteran okay Korea veteran okay so it would have been early 1960s okay. shout out to okay. patriotic Kenny and also I mean let's the unsung hero here is Amanda Klein who just decided that she was gonna start doing TikToks of a Navy veteran good for her bravo bravo I don't know how Super Producer Holly's giving me a face, but I can't read it. So Jeff, if you want to translate that later on, let me know. All right. We, we can't say it on air. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, fourth story here. Uh, a total lack of focus is the quote. Lawmaker on a mission to compel Pentagon to take UFOs seriously. This is in Politico. Uh, those who want to know if the truth is out there have a new champion in Congress, and he has an urgent message for the Pentagon. It's time to take UFOs seriously. Arizona Democrat and Iraq War veteran Ruben Gallego this week pushed through legislation in the House requiring a permanent office under the Secretary of Defense to oversee the timely and consistent reporting of what the military calls unidentified aerial phenomena. Uh, I, I the only conversations I ever have about USO UFOs are with Jeff Stoper and it's usually intermixed with other conversations about Bigfoot. So it's a little hard for me to take this whole thing seriously, but Mr. Daly, what, what do you think about the Bureau of UFOs and magic wands or whatever it's going to be? I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, well, let's just say this. I'm certainly glad that we have people that can take care of it. The, the guardians with the right terrain navigating buttons can 
can solve this problem for us and and they can triangulate and diagonalate <laughs> just like their uniform and get to the bottom of it. And I can also picture people on Instagram doing hashtag fake for all these photos that they're they're talking about as using as evidence of we need to panic. Uh, you can do a lot these days. I I I'm uh, I'm not sold. I'm not sold on visitors. I'm sold that it's unidentified and that Ashley, it's flying and that it's an object. Ashley, are you buying or selling the proposition that the new kryptonite is diagonal buttons across the uniform? You know what? I have some choice words for you, <laughs> but I'll probably get bleeped out. <laughs> are you, so. uh, yeah, I mean, are we going to be pouring over data from the UFO office? Um. I would be certainly intrigued. Um, so I'm going to go sure. there. I'm going to be on the record going there that I do think that we can't be the only intelligent life in the universe. And if there were I wonder if we're the first way, maybe we're the first. I'm not even sure. willing to concede we are intelligent life. So <laughs> you got that going for us. Yeah. Uh, okay. So digressing. Yes. So yeah. I, I think it would be interesting. Uh, maybe they can task it out to Space Force. I feel like it falls on their jurisdiction, right? Um, but, you know, I think that, yes, there are some things that are unidentified that do happen. Um, I don't know. I'm a big ancient aliens girl. Of course so you are. Of course I, I you really are. am. I don't know what that is. Oh, I tried to oh, watch it one time. I made oh, it about Jeffrey, seven seconds into the show and they were looking at some little... It was a wooden bird or something. And the guy's like, look, aliens. And I was like, dude, I can't do it. I cannot. The crazy hair guy gives me a migraine. All right. Uh, so, I, yeah. Yeah. And I, I've got, I'd I got be super, pro I super producer Holly is all, she's all in on the Bureau of UFOs or whatever it is. So, so you're saying there's a possibility that it could be. Oh. So you're saying there's, there's a chance. There's, there's you're chance. saying there's a chance. <laughs> there's evidence of time traveling astronauts. Like oh. I can go down the whole rabbit hole. Right. I'm entertaining Holly. And I, her. Evidence hope, of Photoshop is what there's evidence of. Yeah, I hope All the right. simians take over soon. All right. So let's go to shout outs. Uh, three suicides in the 10th Mountain Division this week terrible 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 situation thoughts and prayers out to the 10th mountain uh i hope they do a tactical pause i hope to do something remember if you're a veteran seeking assistance with any mental health issues the veterans crisis helpline is available 1-800-273-8255 guys never the answer never the answer so keep an eye on your buddy if we we got a hard enough time with veterans and keeping track of them if you're in the military you got your guys right there man check in on them all right, shout out to, we'll go to you, Jeff. All right, I want to do a shout out to, boom, the indie series that happened in the Grand Prix of Long Beach uh, that I was fortunate enough to attend. We had, we had a booth there in the exhibit hall and we were, we were signing up members. We were engaging with current members. We were uh, making branch humor with the different recruiters that were there. So uh, the Marines did have, they had the most modest uh, booth. Uh, obviously, the Air Force brought a semi and they built a dome and there was all kind. The Marines brought in a Humvee and a pull-up bar. <laughs> and they got a lot of, uh, they got a lot of attention on that pull-up bar because they were giving away t-shirts if you could do 20. Uh, I said only historic, I only have historical data of being able to do 20. 
I don't have anything current, but I do want to, I want to shout out the Chip Ganassi race team who made us feel like complete family and his personal generosity. We were able to give uh, 80 tickets to the Legion family to watch the, the final race, which was awesome. And even inside the, inside the Legion, uh, Mary Jo Andretti dial. And yep, you heard that Andretti. He's the other Andretti's niece who we did get to meet. And as you know, Autry James, the commander in California is a huge race nerd. I swear to you, I now know what he looks like as a child, what he looked like as a child. Cause he was, his hand was shaking when he was giving him something to sign. It was the most adorable thing. Wow. And I, I don't say adorable about grown ass men very often, but that was adorable. So uh, I just, <laughs> I want to, and then I'll just finally give it a shout out to everybody that worked the booth and we had, we had Legionnaires, we had sons, we had auxiliary and we had riders and they were there every day, just spreading the good word or for the good of the Legion. So it was a great thing. And, um, and I'm not typically a race person. Like I just don't, it's not my thing. We didn't have one in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So, uh, but for me to, uh, Holly's questioning that, but it's uh, for me to go walk in there and to buy one of these, I bought it. They didn't give it to me is uh, that was a big, that's a big um, thumbs up to the experience. So way to go. And we won, our car didn't win, but our team won the Indy series championship. Your, so your, micro your microphone, it sounds like you fell into. Uh, I fell into the pit. Yeah, it sounded like you were in the submarine <laughs> race. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, but I, did, I didn't pay for this though. And this is cool. Got a little yeah. Legion. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, somebody needs to hook me up with one of those. So hopefully, Super Producer Holly has some little Matchbox. Now she's giving me the face. She <laughs> oh, right. that's that reminds me. I I got all this cool stuff. You know where I would I would love to see it. I would love to see it in Emblem Sales. I who do I have to call? Because uh, I want more. They had more stuff, and I want. I'm sure. It, I'm sure. It, from I'm sure they're listening right now. I I would <laughs> I would bet that they would be available sometime soon. So yeah, they get. Yeah, very nice. Ashley, you got any shout outs? I, I do. So I want to shout out our super producer, Holly, oh. on her Bravo Zulu Award for the most excellent podcast production and behind the scenes woman who makes everything happen. She got a fancy little certificate and an awesome shirt that she showed us earlier on today. And I know that we mentioned her frequently or frequently and i just want to give her recognition for everything that she does and keeping the ship afloat so thank you holly all yeah. lots of love lots of love yeah uh, you, but that that's my shout out to our our fabulous super producer. wow yeah if you guys out there like our podcast it's because she made it good and if you hate our podcast the only thing saving it from going completely off the rails as super producer Holly. I will flat out tell you, no matter what score you give us, at least 30% of that is just Holly, not the rest of us. So. All right, Ashley, Jeff, we, of course, ran over. Shocker. Uh, I don't, that's never happened before, but it is what it is. All right, so I guess I will see you guys next week. Same time, same place, without the car. All right. See you guys. Bye.
Oh, wait, don't forget to subscribe to the Tango Alpha podcast on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. While you're there, don't forget to rate us, preferably with five stars, and leave us a review. And you can also send us feedback and love notes, or if you're into racing or all kinds of other cool stuff, we want to know about it. So send it to tangoalphalima at legion.org. You're way, way, way better at that than I am. So I think that's become a new thing. Yeah. All right, folks, we'll see you in the week. Bye.